Old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Thanksgiving Free Roll. Everyone who hits a football bingo in our contest will win $100 cash and a $100 gift card to the SGPN store, exclusively on the SGPN app. Old-fashioned football. Welcome, welcome to the Thanksgiving week of Old Fashioned Football. Now let's bring somebody I'm thankful for in Miranda. You know what I'm going to ask you. It's Monday. It's old-fashioned football. We just heard Paul Stevie bring us in. How you doing today? You're thankful for me? Of course. <laughs> I'm thankful for you too, hubby. Okay. <laughs> Enough of that shit. <laughs> and back to rivalry. <laughs> um, I am doing pretty good for a Monday, but I've had... Well, I am going to have... A long night of work ahead of me due to work travel last week. It's a short week this week with Thanksgiving, so let's keep the show rolling. Yes, it is Thanksgiving week, and you know what? We're thankful to get to do this pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and we're thankful for the listeners, and um, we hope that you're thankful for some of the information we've given, too, or at least, hopefully, you're thankful we made you laugh, whether it was because we were funny or you thought we were idiots. One of the two. One of the two. I'll take either. <laughs> um, so today, we're going to look at the normal injury po- reports or throws a lot. We've got studs and duds. We're going to take a little closer look at Thursday's games, and then, of course, the waiver wires. But before we do that, Miranda, what are we drinking today? Today, we're drinking a very special one. Actually, trying it for the first time, Weller Special Reserve, thanks to my awesome boss's boss's boss. Yes, say that three times fast. (laughs) Um, Anthony, who gifted it to me, I'm like, what? It's like when you're telling a story and you're like, my great, 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 great. Great. Wow. I don't know how many greats there were. <laughs> Three bosses. Yes. Up. <laughs> um, yes, my boss's boss's boss, Anthony, gave it to me on my work trip last week. Very kind of him, but I also may have won a little bet in there, too. <laughs> we're very excited to be able to try this. Uh, we did. We have tried Weller 12-year in the past. We splurged yeah. on our 10-year anniversary and tried a very expensive pour of Weller 12 year, which I feel like, and maybe you disagree with me, but it was the best bourbon we've tried together. Yeah, no, I would agree with you there. Um, I wish that the, I know it wasn't, but I wish the bet that he had lost was something with the Browns because they are <laughs> terrible. Anyways, 
<laughs> I know it wasn't, but I had to throw that in there in case he gives us a listen. All right. <laughs> Why don't we get into our injury report, Justin? Yeah, let's do it. The first one is, uh, man, he, he played hard. And you, you gotta could feel bad tell yeah. he was hurting. Yep, but Justin Fields, quarterback of our Bears, um, yeah, day-to-day with hamstring and shoulder injuries. They haven't said what it is. I think it's probably the AC joint sprain. Um, this is one where I think they should let him rest, right? The season's over. We got like 5% chance of playoffs. Rest him up so he's healthy in two weeks so we can crush the Packers, which will not happen, but I hope it happens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The Titans just beat him. By 10 on Thursday night. They always get us the first game. I always feel like the first game that we play them in the season, we're going to lose to the Packers. The second game, for whatever reason, we have a chance. Yeah, we play a lot closer. That's yes. for sure. All right. You're going to love me for this next. Sorry, real quick. That does benefit Trevor Simeon if he misses time. That is the mm-hmm. official backup. That's true. But I think it hurts the pass catchers because I don't think Simeon's going to be a playmaker like Fields is. No way. No, I would completely agree with you there. Anyways, go on. Like I was saying, this next one's going to hurt you, Justin, because your Pitt's passion was a dud all season. Um, <laughs> now he's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> now he's out. Kyle Pitt's MCL injury. We don't know the extent of this one yet, but he's going to be injured. Um, he's going to be on the injured reserve meaning he's likely going to miss the year, at least for fantasy relevance. Um, but this is p- going to benefit Nicole Pruitt. Yeah. I don't feel like there's... It, it's a tough thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's probably not a lot of benefit. The thing with Pitts is he still uh, leads the team in targets. So he still has the target share, just did nothing with them. He d- yeah, it didn't amount to anything. Then that's interesting because we've been tracking target share- shares all season. Yeah. And when you see the target share be higher, it normally equates to more fantasy points. And this is one where your passion for pits is just nothing <laughs> fantasy <guess>. relevant. <laughs> I know. Despite his target share on that team. Yeah, he's um, he's dead to me. I, I'll go oh, ahead and say he's it. dead I, to you? Yeah, he's... He's not fantasy. I don't even care who. I mean, well, we'll see how I feel this next mean year. You're not keeping him on a. You drafted him in like every league. Are I know. you well, Are you gonna drop him at the end of the season? You know, so I gotta assume that Desmond Ritter will be their quarterback next year, not Marcus Mariota. So I don't know. It depends. I'm gonna have to look at the pricing. So but I think gonna, I paid too much for him. That's you for did. Sure. You paid too much for yeah. him. Yeah. Well, I know at this point I did, but I'm saying I think I paid too much to contract him because it just doesn't make sense with his Maybe out, I think I need to take side bets to see how many people <laughs> think you're going to have a second round of Pitt's passion with a different quarterback. There you go. <laughs> you just can't let go. I know. I know. Um, next one, Joe Mixon concussion. If he's unable to go, benefits Samajay Pirine. Definitely benefited him on Sunday. That one hurt me because I, I have a lot of Joe Mixon shares as well. That's one of the running mm-hmm. backs I targeted heavily. Um, and I was lucky to get him in one league. Yeah, it, my big money league, you know, him going down. I'm losing right now by six. So I was telling you right before this started, mm-hmm. I need George Kittle, 49ers defense, and Fred Werner to score negative seven points <laughs> <laughs> in order to win. So. Speaking of win, ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. 
Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer of betting $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where a play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Broncos newly acquired running back Chase Edmonds is going to miss time with a high ankle sprain. On top of that, they just cut Melvin Gordon after he had his fifth fumble. The, um, these both benefit Latavius Murray, but it's yet to be seen who will step up as the RB2 of that offense now that these two are gone. But there is one guy in the backfield. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, interesting that they just they said, Gordon, you're out of here. I know. You and your fumbles are gone. Um, they, well, and you would think that Chase Edmonds bringing him in had something to do with that, too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And, then he and went and got himself into There was a lot of people on the social like, oh, look at that. They cut Gordon and then Edmonds is hurt. Come on, people. They knew Edmonds was hurt before that. They Their doctors are on top of this stuff. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> just some of those people, they, they get so riled up and they want to jab at the teams. And it's like, mm-hmm. you think they didn't know that when they made that decision? Anyways, next one, Mike Williams aggravated his high ankle sprain on Sunday night, and he may miss time. They don't know yet, but if he does, that benefits Joshua Palmer. Giants wide receiver Wandale Robinson tore his ACL. Hard to say who benefits this because the pass catchers have been a mess for the Giants. Yeah, they have been. The injuries for the Giants (laughs) has been bad. Speaking of the Giants... Um, I mentioned this to you. I, I had to throw it out to Kramer, too, mentioned it to him. But um, the Waddle and Sylvie show, which is a, a radio show and podcast, Tom Waddle is a former bear, are reporting that rumors are Saquon Barkley, you know, he's a free agent mm-hmm. after this year as long as he's not, um, as long as the Giants don't franchise tag him. Um, there you go. That's the word I was looking for. As long as the uh, Giants don't franchise tag him. He wants to play for the Bears in 2023. He wants to play with Fields. So that is very interesting. How did Kramer feel about that? He said, really? That was it. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> assuming <it. laughs> not happy. Kramer's been an avid um, Fields hater until Fields started doing really well, of course. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he would hate to see Saquon leave his Giants to go play mm-hmm. with Fields. But anyway, speaking of Fields, he's a quarterback. And for you, if you've listened to us, you know our quarterbacks... We have a Sir Throws a Lot segment. We need to get that sound drop in. That'll be goal for next next season. We'll have the sound drop for Sir Throws a Lot. Yes. But the first time on the <laughs> Sir Throws a Lot list this year, Daniel Jones, speaking of the Giants, with 44 passes in their loss to the Lions. I made a gut move. I don't know what – I just had this gut feeling. Sometimes you have to go with those. And I started Daniel Jones in our listener league this week. Nice. And it – paid off yeah he did well (laughs) speaking of our listener league why don't we talk about the playoffs playoffs you want to talk about the playoffs (laughs) okay well maybe let's take a peek at our records where do you stand in our listener league justin oh boy um i think i I already know yes you are six (laughs) (laughs) in fact i think i lost this week too i didn't check to see if you lost i i shouldn't well well i'm up by one but he's got a player playing so i'm projected to lose 
I, okay, I was about to say I'm going to win this week, but I needed to make sure I wasn't sticking my foot in my mouth there. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to win this week. I'm currently sitting at third. I need, we need to take down Redwood. Is he losing I, this week? Um, He is going to lose this week, I believe. Ooh. He only has, th- that'll be his third loss. One of them, his first loss was to this guy. Yeah, I've, that's right. Well, I gave him his first loss. I've only <laughs> had four losses. I've had a handful. Five. I guess I've only had five. Oh, so I'm just one loss away from being a, down at your level. What? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Are you losing this week? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lose. Well, if George Kittle scores one more point, I will lose. He's going to score one more point. Come on, Kittle aggravate a hamstring. No. Not a season anything, just You're the rest lose. of the game. So I'll be two. <laughs> after this, after tonight, we'll be two losses separated, and I'm I'm more comfortable with that. <laughs> to my level. How dare you? <laughs> Let's move on to our studs and duds. Why don't you kick it off? <laughs> All right. Um, first stud on my list, Jacoby Brissett, Browns quarterback. Projected 14.4, finished with 25.86. That was a surprise there. Really cooking the brisket. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> Continue. Uh, I'm going to do two at a time. Cowboys' Tony Pollard, running back, of course. Projected 9.4, finished with 36.9. And then the previously mentioned Samajay Piran came in for Joe Mixon, projected 4.6, and finished with 28.2. Now we're going to talk about him later, but he is somebody to look at. We're going to be competing. You think so? Oh, I know so. I know so. It's going to get real heated in our households. <laughs> <laughs> um, two more for Can't you. Can you not- just be thankful for me? It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> there is no... I do not hand you anything in fantasy football. This is true. Um, Except easy wins. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> the face I got. I just I have nothing for you. Am I? Aren't I a better in a better standing in every league except one? I don't know about every, but what I do you, what do you got next? I think I know about every. I almost feel like I need to prove it right now. What do you got next while you're proving it? I'll look. <laughs> uh, Najee Harris finally um, projected 9.7, finished with 25.6. It was great to see him come back. I had to play him this week. I had been sitting him out the last couple, but with my buys and injuries, he helped me this week. And then another one of mine, it just feels good to name all my players studs, Jamal Williams projected 11.4, finished with 24.4. I did start him in the listener league, and uh, yeah, definitely was was nice. It, it paid off. Um, next, uh, he, by the way, we're tied in the Rumble. We, I'm ahead of you by one game in Fortunes League. I was I'm, just looking I'm ahead of you one. by a lot in our league. You've had a rough year. I, that was the one league I didn't think so. So we are tied yeah. in the rumble. I thought I was ahead of you. No, we're tied. And we're both going to win this week, so we're going to remain tied. Okay. Um, we're, we're tied for second, though, so good on us. I guess. <laughs> and we I <laughs> won't even tell you about the fun league. I don't. The fun <laughs> league? Don't even bring up the fun <laughs> league when it... Oh, my goodness. All right, anyways, the next continue. Stud, he did it again. He's going to continue to do it, it seems like. Nobody can cover him. Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams projected 14.8, finished with 29.6. Another 29.6 stud. Chargers wide receiver Joshua Palmer was only projected 8.3, and like I said, finished with 29.6. And that's exactly the type of um, you know player we said will benefit with Mike Williams out. So mm-hmm. keep, keep those in mind when you're looking at your waivers if he's out there. 
Two more real quick. Amari Cooper projected 10.4, finished with 27.3. And Chris Olave just had a really nice yes. rookie year so far. Um, projected 9.9, finished with 21.7. Just to throw a tight end in the mix here, Austin Hooper projected 5, finished with 17.6. The Hooper. Let's talk about some duds, starting with Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. He was the biggest dud. Projected 17.2. <laughs> Finished with 2.2. No, he was not injured. That's just he played. We get great pleasure out of this, Dad. I know. The Vikings have been doing too good. So it's about time they get knocked down a peg. I don't like that they were knocked down a peg by Dallas because we don't like Dallas. But it is what it is, and that's what happened. Mm -hmm. I know um, we were talking about getting Saquon Barkley, but he was a dud this week. Giants running back Saquon Barkley was projected 23.3 and only finished with a measly 4.5. Saving himself for the Bears next year. Uh, <laughs> Texans running back <laughs> Damian Pierce projected 13.9. One of the first games he's had that's been a disappointment. Finished with 2.7. Another Vikings player to go with Kirk Cousins. Wide receiver Justin Jefferson projected 17.5. I know all of you banked on that. Finished with 4.8. Yeah. Ouch. And these are the these duds hurt because right now you're really trying to make mm -hmm. playoff push in most leagues. Um, Panthers wide receiver DJ Moore projected 10.1, finished with 3.9. Looks like Baker's not getting it done. I'll finish out our duds with another tight end. This one hurt me. I had to play him in a couple leagues this week. Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz projected 8.9. That wasn't even a high projection. And he finished with 3.7. I mean, she loves her tight ends. Um, before we get to the uh, Thanksgiving games, let's talk about the Thanksgiving free roll. If you like Super Bowl squares, you're going to love what we've got set up for the DGens on Thanksgiving. Our friends at Play Action Pools have set us up with a football bingo contest for Thursday's slate. It's simple to join and free to play in the SGPN app. Once you enter, you'll see your unique bingo card on your screen. Moraine and I are both going to have to get ours because that's just another level of competition we're going to add on Thanksgiving. Whenever a touchdown is scored on Thursday, check your card to see if you have that player. If you do, check the box. And if you get a bingo, you win $100 and a $100 SGPN gift card. Now, Miranda, do you know how much it costs to enter this? It's free. She's looking at me like, no, you didn't tell me. It's free. Yes, it's a free contest, just like all our content's free, and you could win free cash, so why not? I mean, just just go sign up, see if you win. It'll be fun. Nothing says Happy Thanksgiving like a little husband and wifey rivalry. That's right. That's right. And um, nothing says you get a start on your Christmas gifts by like winning a $100 SGPN merch gift card so you can start buying some DJ and some gifts. That's um, <laughs> why. Speaking of Thanksgiving, we're going to break down these Thanksgiving games a little bit. As, as you probably know, your lineups have to be set bright and early on Thursday morning, especially you West Coast folks where the games start at 930 in the morning. Isn't that amazing? Like, <laughs> I would love to wake up, have breakfast, and bam! Football is football on. Football and coffee. Yes, I'm envious. I mean, I have to wait till 1130 to watch the game. But uh, anyways, let's go over these games a little more in depth. The first one we're going to see at that 1130 for us, 930 for you West Coasters. By the way, I, I liked your use of the word folks. It was very Iowan. I know. I was like, <laughs> let's give these West, West Coast folks, folks some Midwest. Yep. Yep, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, first game is Buffalo versus Detroit. 
obviously, I mean, let's we're just talking about like some starters here or who you may be going back and forth on. Obviously, you're starting Josh Allen if you have him, so there's really no point in talking quarterbacks. But Mm-mm. how about these running backs? So is DeAndre Swift startable at this point? It's interesting because the last four weeks since he came back from injury, five carries for six yards, two carries for 10 yards, six carries for six yards and a touchdown, five carries for 20 yards and a touchdown. Just to clarify, without a touchdown those last two games, that's, let's see, 1.7 and 4.7. Yeah. So just very limited. And the first game or two, I thought, well, maybe it's injury. I don't think that's the case anymore. No, I I picked up Jamal Williams this season, and he has been more consistent for me than people who have Swift. Like, in those last four games, Jamal Williams had 10 carries, 24, 16, and 17. It's a lot more than Swift. Yes, which kind of indicates that he's their starting running back, not Swift. And, in fact, RB3 Justin Jackson. Excellent first name. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Had more than Swift this past week. So... I don't really think you can trust Swift, especially against a tough Bills defense. I don't either. I know this is a fantasy football show, but Jamal Williams currently leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Had you bet that at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. it was 301 odds. No. I. What do you mean, no? I know you didn't. I said, had you bet it? <laughs> like, had somebody bet it? I know you didn't bet it. I didn't do that, Justin. <laughs> I, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm saying if somebody had... <laughs> But it wasn't odds. me. It was not you. Unfortunately, that'd be a good payout. That means one dollar would win you three hundred. Anyways, um, what about the receivers? Yeah, the receivers are hard to trust outside of Monroe St. Brown, and for the Bills, of course, Diggs and Davis are automatic oh, starts. Yeah. So I don't really think there's anything to kind of decide there. I mean, no. if you have them, you're starting them. Another thing to look at with this game, there's not really any major injuries that affect the game. True, yeah. All right, moving into the next game on Thanksgiving, Giants versus Cowboys. This is a bad spot for Giants players because Dallas is coming off such a good win. Plus, Giants have a lot, a lot, a lot of injuries at wide receiver. Yes. Um, their top receiver from last week is out for the season, as we said, Wandell Robinson. So you'll have to rely on guys like Darius Slayton and Richie James. Yep, Richie James is back in relevancy, I guess, with all these injuries. <laughs> uh, for the Cowboys, the biggest, most interesting position really to talk about is their running backs, where Tony Pollard has been better than Ezekiel Elliott. And, you know, Elliott still gets those goal line carries, but he's kind of hard to trust, in my opinion. I can tell you that's a fact because I have him. Yeah, he's becoming a touchdown-dependent running Mm -hmm. back, which never used to be the case, but it is now. And then we're going to get into Vikings versus Patriots. Yes. Speaking of those Cowboys, they embarrassed (laughs) the Vikings, while the Giants got embarrassed by the Lions, so that's Mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Um, Yeah, the, the Vikings got embarrassed by the Cowboys, so... I honestly think all their starters are relevant. Uh, I know that doesn't make sense. You're like, well, they were just really bad. I get it. But But they have to, after coming off of that loss against Dallas, they have to be pissed. You would think so. So, I mean, Hawkinson, Cook, Jefferson, Thielen, Cousins, if you got them, I would recommend starting them because I agree, they're going to be pissed off. They're going to want to put up big numbers, especially, you know, 
though, gosh, I'm thinking about it. You got to look back. Kirk Cousins doesn't do well in primetime. And technically, this is a primetime game. So that we didn't look, we should have looked at those stats for primetime games. He's not good. I will tell you <laughs> You're that. Just like, he's just not. Right. I guess from a gambling standpoint, from fantasy football, it could be different. You could put mm-hmm. up a lot of yards and still lose. Um, mm-hmm. And then for the Patriots, really, I think the only relevant fantasy player, in my opinion, is Ramonde Stevenson. He's, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, he's been a, a breath of fresh air, if you will. I've, I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> and I contracted him for Trace Dollars, I believe, um, in a league. And I've been very happy that he's kind of taken over that backfield from Damian Harris. Well, those are our Thanksgiving games. Prepare, be planning your lineups, set through your lineups. It would really suck if you don't prepare, wake up Thanksgiving morning, and a game's already started and you messed up. You think I'm going to wake up past 1130? No, not for you. <laughs> You're looking at me like I, maybe I'm me. not you. I'm looking at you because we're sitting across from each other. <laughs> Am I not allowed to look at you anymore? No, I just... <laughs> The look in your eyes is like, don't forget that you could sleep past these games. <laughs> it's probably because she's going to knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> this is my plan. Now you're on to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why don't we talk about some waivers? Now, I want to explain why waivers are really hard this time of year. Because yes. obviously there's a lot of injuries. A lot of your players that are performing well have been picked up. I was looking at one of our leagues in the top 15 players on the free agency this is in one of our biggest leagues it's 12 team league of the top 15 four were quarterbacks which by this point you probably have your quarterback three were kickers which is that's a bad sign when a kicker (laughs) is in your top 15 on the free agency yeah and three were defenses so that makes it really tough but or we did our best here of finding some Mm -hmm. players that are likely available that could help you um, at least next week, hopefully down the stretch as well. Um, but yeah, can hopefully help you out. So who you got first? We already alluded to this earlier. Samajay P. Ryan. If Mixon is hurt, he is likely going to be somebody you're going to want to go after. I, at this point in the season, if you had Joe Mixon, you need a running back. I would go 50% of your fab. He's only rostered in 12% of leagues. Not surprising right now. If Miss Mixon is gonna miss time, P. Ryan is somebody you should put a lot of fab on if you need running back help. Playoffs are looming. You can't afford to lose a game at this point. Yeah. Um, so Mixon managers pick up P. Ryan if it looks like he'll miss time. I feel like I just said that three times. Am I getting it through? If Mixon <laughs> misses time, pick him up. Wait, so I have Joe Mixon. If he misses time, <laughs> should I pick up Samaj P. Ryan? You should. I don't know if it's the Weller or what, but I feel like I just said the same thing three times. Um, last week after <laughs> Mixon went out, um, P. Ryan did have 30 rushing yards, 52 receiving yards, and three, 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 three touchdowns. Yes, and each one I was like, damn it, that should have been Joe Mixon because I really I needed Mixon to perform well. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, Nick Fortune checking in on the chat. Just kidding. We're not live. But he did check in on my text just now and said, let's go 49ers. They're up 14 to 3. He's a 49ers fan. So happy for you, Nick. And Rod, our buddy Rod via Gomez. Check out all his stuff. He's also a 49ers fan. Anyways, my next one. It was fun. I like pretended we had a chat going on. and You looked really confused. I did. My my first uh, waiver wire. (laughs) Don't laugh too hard. Marlon Mack, running back. (laughs) 
I know. Everybody's like, wait, he's still in the league? Where's he play? Marlon Mack is on the Broncos, who we talked about a little bit earlier. I wouldn't suggest doing much more than 5%, but no. he's worth a little this flyer. This is like a long shot. <laughs> well, hear me out, though. He's okay. rost- only rostered in 7%. There's no stats for this, but... Broncos released Melvin Gordon due to fumbles. Chase Edmonds is hurt with an ankle injury. So that leaves Mack as the RB2, and we've seen him have success at the professional level, of course, before he was Wally Pipped by Jonathan Taylor. So Latavius Murray goes down. This is Marlon Mack's backfield. You're looking at a potential guy who is available in most leagues. Mm-hmm. Most people probably aren't going to put a waiver in for him. No. So I went, again, you probably could get him later. You probably don't have to if you have multiple waivers. You know you you're can't take in. your fab with you, right? It doesn't carry over to next year. Spend yeah, but you it. don't have to waste <laughs> it. What if something? Here's another thing. What if later, in, like you're in the playoffs and it's you're just. What if you're fucked? Okay. <laughs> Whoa. What if something bad happens to a couple of your players and you have no fab and your team knows it? And my team knows it. No, <laughs> your league knows it. <laughs> The opposing team knows yeah. it. Well, then there's probably not anybody available at that point, unless you're thinking of like the backup of whoever got hurt. But yeah, um, it was a surprise to me when I started researching the Broncos depth chart to be like, oh, next in line is Marlon Mack. Another funny thing, David Johnson is still in the league. He plays for, I don't even remember now, the Texans. <laughs> the Texans? Yes. No. He no. got cut from the Texans. Now he plays for, gosh, it's going to bother me, so I'm looking it up super quick because this will bother me. Um, I had no idea he was still in the league, though, after he was a really good running back for the Cardinals, of course. My Excel doesn't want to find it. Oh, the Saints. He plays for the Saints. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Um, David Johnson now plays for the Saints behind Alvin Kamara. Neither here nor there. Marlon Mack was my pick. Richie James. Wide receiver for the Giants. He's currently only rostered in 3% of leagues. He's a player who's had some success at the beginning of the year where he had 146 yards, 14 catches through the first four weeks. Now the Giants have more injuries at receiver again. And last week he caught three passes for 48 yards and a touchdown. If you're desperate, I feel like this is another desperation waiver wire pickup. And you need some wide receiver depth. Richie James is somebody who will get the ball thrown to him often with given the injuries on that team. I would, again, I wouldn't go a lot of fab on him. Um, maybe 5%. I know I said, throw your fab out there. No, 5% on him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Demarcus Robinson, wide receiver for the Ravens. Fab 10% probably is what I would do. He's rostered 9% of leagues. Look, after Rashawn Bateman was hurt for the Ravens, we wanted to know who would step up to help catch passes aside from Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely. It's starting to look likely it's going to be Demarcus Robinson. You just can't help it. When you say Isaiah Likely, you have to say likely. (laughs) I know. Um, Week 8, he had 6 catches on 8 targets for 64 yards. This last week, he had 9 catches on 9 targets for 128 yards. I always like a guy that's catching 100% of the passes on his way, too, but... In a uh, in a PPR league, that's 21 points. Um, so that's pretty significant, mm-hmm. obviously. And I think, you know, it doesn't look like it's going to be Duvernay. It doesn't look like it's going to be Prochet. It looks like it's going to be Demarcus Robinson. All right. If you are in need of tight end help, Austin Hooper. Here you go with tight ends again. I know. And, well, <laughs> Austin Hooper was the tight end You're before. You're a tight end expert. I'm 
Austin Hooper, <laughs> tight end for the Titans. He's currently rostered in only 10% of leagues. The tricky tight end position. Maybe you just lost Kyle Pitts like Justin, or maybe you're still hanging on to Kyle Pitts like Justin and you don't want to start him. And you need somebody else to disappoint you each week. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, last Thursday, like we said earlier, Austin Hooper had four catches on four targets, 36 yards, and two touchdowns. He's starting to find more of a groove after having five catches on seven targets for 41 yards the week before that. So I think he's, you know, getting some rhythm going now that Tannehill is back at quarterback. And he could help you out if you're in a pinch, um, pinch in yeah. your tight end position. Uh, <laughs> I would maybe if do. If you have a pinch tight end. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, I would maybe do 5% of your fab here. I wouldn't throw a lot at a tight end. All right. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. Um, phrasing. Phrasing. Um, my next one is more of a dynasty play, but this guy's finally starting to show some promise. Promise. Not promise. Promise. Kenny Pickett, quarterback for the Steelers. Um, fab for dynasty, I'd do 15 to 20%, maybe even 25 Otherwise, a redraft, if you need quarterback depth, go 10%. He's rostered in 20% of the leagues. Um, he's kind of looked decent the last couple of games. Sorry, Mitch Trubisky. Um, and he's looked competent enough to make a difference after another year of development. In redraft leagues, he did just put up 265 yards and a touchdown this week. Last week, or the week before that, it was 199 yards, but uh, 51 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. So I don't know if he's startable, but he's definitely an option. In a two-quarterback league or super flex, and he's good for dynasty. I think he's a good dynasty pickup for sure. Well, that is our waiver picks for you on this lovely Thanksgiving week. Now moving on. To lovely Thanksgiving whiskey. <laughs> Are we sharing this on Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. darn, we forgot oh. it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. As we stated earlier, we're trying Weller Special Reserve for the first time tonight. And it wouldn't be our whiskey segment if I didn't give you a little breakdown in the history of Weller. Um, I'm going to drink while you do that. Yes, you will. We did. Okay. We kind of failed. We failed and we didn't fail on our show tonight because we are not drinking an old fashioned tonight. No. Because um, I opened this and I told Justin, we are not mixing this in a drink. We are drinking it neat, and that is how we're doing it. Yeah, I almost made a hot toddy with a different whiskey because I am not feeling the best. No, you're not. But, but this will do no, just I, the same for you. Yeah, I agree that um, this one's not really a mixer. No, this is a sip and enjoy. And you can sip and enjoy your bourbon or whiskey over a long period of time. And then we're doing shots. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if, any, if anybody out there has seen the OC, that would be Steve-O in the OC. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Do you remember that episode? I, I don't, but we can move on. Let's move <laughs> okay, on, Justin. Move forward. <laughs> okay, Weller is distilled at the Buffalo Trace Distillery, and W.L. Weller was born in Kentucky in 1825 after serving with the Louisville Brigade in the 1840s. He then returned to Louisville to open up a wholesale liquor business, reportedly using the slogan, Honest Whiskey at an Honest Price. Ha, <laughs> ah, the irony. 
because this is very expensive. <laughs> I guess it's not, it's not very expensive. But, but it, it is, is up pricey. there. It's up there. It's a pricey bourbon. It's good, though. His weeded drink, Justin. That's all I want you to drink right now. Quit. I don't need your little comments. You drink. <laughs> His weeded recipe was softer and smoother and became very popular. And Pappy Van Winkle eventually merged Weller's namesake company with the APH Stitzel Distillery to form the Stitzel Weller Distillery. Um, and like I said, this is now distilled at the Buffalo Trace Distillery. It's a weeded bourbon which subs the wheat for rye grain. It's bottled at 90 proof, and it has a very unique burnt orange color, and it definitely does. It's it's an orangey bourbon. It's pretty, in my opinion. Justin? It's, it does have a unique oh. color to it. Sorry. No, yeah. Go on. While you were over there tasting, yes. why don't you go over the note tasting notes for us? Yeah, so on the nose, so start sniffing. Um, sweet nose presence of caramel. Do you get that? I'm not sure if I do. It, there is. There's something sweet there, but it's. It's. It does smell. It smells good. We're yeah. drinking it in really fancy whiskey glasses tonight. Sniffer glasses. These are Irish sniffer glasses. Yes. On the palate, notes of honey, butterscotch, and a little inappropriate soft woodiness. Um, I do smell. <laughs> Soft woodiness. No. <laughs> you smell what? Yes. No. There is yeah, like caramel gonna, and wood in there. There's definitely a wood smell to it. Yeah, I get that. And it's then a it pleasant says, wood smell. And then, <laughs> thank you. Um, and then it finishes with sweet honeysuckle flare. I'm not exactly sure if I've had honeysuckle before, so I don't think I can compare that and say if it's there or not. But no, this is um. We're both drinking rather than talking. Yeah. This is um drink. This is it's very smooth, but there's also like a not a burn, but like heavy. There's a heaviness, like you, you feel it. Yeah, but not there's a, burn, a warmth. It's a warm, warm feeling. Yeah. This is it's really good. Yeah. Now here's something that's interesting to me that I found out after having this, uh, or after hearing you got this. I guess you were telling me about it, so I was looking it up to find some more info about it. Mm-hmm. Weller Special Reserve, which is what we're drinking. Yep. Weller Antique 107 and Weller Full Proof are actually all the same damned thing, just at different proofs. 90, 107, and 114. So it gives bourbon drinkers like different flavors and tastes, of course. Mm -hmm. But I guess kudos to them for capitalizing on a little market portion here by turning their three barrels of Weller into three different bottles, which kind of limits each bottle that you can find, which is why we can never find this stuff. (laughs) We can never. Like, I was really excited that we got a bottle of this because. We've not been able to find it anywhere around us. Yes. So, um, but that that is kind of interesting. You know, we know anyways, if you've listened to us anyways, you know, we have said that we found out 90% of all distilleries basically use the same variation of a re- of the same recipe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's basically all the same. They do a little bit different here and there sometimes. But um, yeah, Weller throwing it all in, let's say three different barrels. Obviously, they have way more than three different barrels, but... And same thing, but they just pull them at different proofs and it's different drinks. And in, they're not the only one that's doing that. I'm not calling no. them out for doing that. But when I was learning this and then you think about the price, because this used to be a $25 bottle of whiskey and it's not anymore. No, it definitely um, is not. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it is. An but interesting it is. Thing. I will say like price point wise, like 
this is good and this is you know it's good sometimes stuff. you do pay for a name more than the taste but this is really right. good yeah. i think that this is good well, and we've had expensive ones that were not very good yeah and we've had cheap ones that were very good so the price isn't always the indication but no. this is worth the money i think yeah this is good so. i'm excited to have a bottle of it that's for sure yeah and she told me She's going to keep it in her office. Yeah, this is mine. It's like, I'm going to have to go in there and be like, please, sir, may I have a little another? No. <laughs> the answer <laughs> is no, not today. <laughs> Speaking of ex- asking questions, it's the Thanksgiving mail room. Which, Miranda gave in me a the break spirit on. of Thanksgiving, I decided to give you a break from the auditions because you've been trying really hard. <laughs> And failing. I'm also kind of like burned out from your failures. <laughs> oh, it's a reoccurring theme in our marriage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but this is the Thanksgiving. So the turkey call is on. We're moving on to the mailroom questions. Um, so the first one is from Raider One. I don't think it's your uncle though. No. Um, asked who's a better stack and stash. Jet stack quarterback Mike White and wide receiver Elijah Moore or brown stack quarterback Deshaun Watson and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Miranda, would you like to weigh in first or you want me to? Well, just to kind of get us started, Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, has said that he's leaving options open on whether Zach Wilson keeps his starting job at quarterback. Yeah, he said that today. Um, It was kind of a big out of nowhere. Um it's interesting when coaches do that. When they put the, the players on blast, I get it. Mm-hmm. But you're either going to motivate somebody or you're going to bury them. You're yeah. going you know, to really shoot their confidence. So bold move there. Um, I, I think that actually alludes to Joe Flacco, though, not Mike White. Um, you got to remember, Joe Flacco was one of the top passers in the first two weeks before um, he went out and, and uh, sorry, Zach Wilson came back. So... I don't think Mike White will be eclipsing Zach Wilson in the long run. So for that reason, I don't really like that option. Now, looking at Deshaun Watson, on the other hand, I think he's going to have the starting job when he's healthy. They've contracted him to many, many years. So I feel like he's a high upside player, and you have to go with him for a stash and stack. (laughs) I also picked up Donovan Peoples-Jones earlier in the season, And he's been consistent. Not a huge boom player for me, but he has come in handy on a couple of my heavy bye weeks. I knew that I could at least rely on him to get me that 10 points that I needed here or there. So I'm leaning more towards Deshaun Watson and Donovan Peoples-Jones. And I think he'll uh, be elevated by Deshaun Watson being there. Um, Because you got to remember, he's got Jacoby Brissett um, right now. And Brissett has done all right filling in, but Deshaun Watson has a better arm. He's got a better talent. He can scramble better. I mean, Deshaun Watson is going to make Donovan Peoples-Jones that much better. So I definitely think we go with Deshaun Watson, Donovan Peoples-Jones as your stack and stash. That's the one that makes more sense to me. Next question we have, David Romano, um, which... His name is at one kidney Dave, and this is a trade question. So maybe you can have a kidney thrown in the trade. Um, see how that goes. Anyways, which side would you take in Dynasty? Now the first side is T. Higgins and a 2023 late second rounder. 
The second side is Najee Harris and Terry McLaurin. So which which one are you thinking? Honestly, for me, I'm leaning more Najee Harris and Terry McLaurin. Yeah, agreed. Like, for for me, like you know, I I like T Higgins. Mm-hmm. He's got so much competition with Jamar Chase. He's not the number one option, obviously, and Tyler Boyd. Um, whereas Terry, Scary Terry. He's the number one option for the commanders. He is. And that's he's really kind of the main reason I'm leaning that way. Najee Harris has had it's been rough this year for people who've rostered him in fantasy. But I mean, their offense seems to maybe be getting back on track. And I think I mean, there's a good chance he could have a solid year next year. Um, I don't think he'll be as bad as he was this year. No. Especially with a more solidified quarterback position and some upgrades. So I do have to side with the Najee Harris and Terry McLaurin side of this. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. Um, but like I said, I like T. Higgins. I just think mm-hmm. in, in the long run, if you match up T. Higgins and Terry McLaurin, it's kind of close. So then it's a matter of would I trade Najee Harris for a 2023 late second rounder? Najee Harris just he started terrible. He did, but he had but two touchdowns seen... last week. He had um, a good game two weeks before that. Mm-hmm. He's starting to get on track now. If He's... he can stay stay that way, then he is a better like it's better to bank on having a solid, good running back. Yeah. Now the problem is this year, Najee Harris's value his rookie year came in the passing game. He mm-hmm. caught ninety passes, I think. And when you had inconsistent quarterback play with Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. That that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's getting think about, better now. Okay, well, think about this though too. Like Najee Harris, so I'm just thinking a late second rounder. We don't do a lot of leagues that aren't auction, right? So this isn't really. I have to get in a, in a different mindset. It's not really an auction question. In a second round pick, late second round to get two second round picks, you could get a better running back if one's available. I just think a Najee Harris level running back is gone by that point. Probably. You know, so that's, that's how true. I look at it. I guess, yeah. He probably will not be a first rounder next year because of the woes he had this year, mm-hmm. but he will be an early second rounder, I think. That's my opinion. That is your opinion right yeah. now. I have, I have um, in the league, in one of my leagues that is draft picks, I've suggested that we start drawing our draft order the year before. Mm-hmm. So that when we do make trades, we can weigh whether it's going to be like an early fourth rounder, a late fourth rounder, because mm-hmm. I think that adds value. Like, you know, if I'm trading somebody for a early fourth rounder, I'm more apt to take that trade because it's a yeah, early pick rather early than pick. like the last pick of the fourth round, which is basically a fifth almost. You know, yeah, two fifth picks. Yeah, those are <laughs> yeah, those are things to really consider. So I, I have proposed that for a change um, mm-hmm. going in. So. Um, the the other thing when you're thinking of Scary Terry here is will Carson Wentz be back because he's better with Taylor Heineke throwing to him. Taylor Heineke targets him a lot. I know. I was thinking about that because, you know, Wentz is on the IR right now. I have him sitting on my IR for some reason. And he's been designated <laughs> to return. Mm-hmm. So that means they could activate him. But they've won. Um, I'm trying to think here. One, two, three. Three of four games with Heineke. Five, no, four of five, because they beat Green Bay, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. 
They've won four of the last five. Do you really think they're going to switch that up right now? They shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> they should. They really should. When is I mean, Carson supposed to come back? Within a week or two. Okay. And I, yeah. And I know Taylor Heineke's not been putting up great points these past two games, but he's winning games. You know, you upset the Philadelphia Eagles. What was Carson's record before that? What was their record? Oh, gosh. Not good. Um, they mm-hmm. lost to Detroit. They lost to Philadelphia. They lost to Dallas. So they did beat us. So I think they were three and three. Okay. Or two and four. I think they were two and four. Okay. Yeah. So that's like. So yeah. Heineke's got fire. And they got a flow right now. And you know where Heineke came from? You know where he got discovered from? The XFL, which if you've been following the Sports Mm -hmm. Gambling Podcast, you know that they just had the draft last week. Make sure you check out all our coverage on that. I do say that because I'm heavily involved in it. Yes, you are. (laughs) Stay tuned for the XFL Gambling Podcast and whatnot. So anyways. That's all I got. That's all our questions. Do you have anything else you want to add? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm just going to finish out the rest of this weller. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.